This is Ed McMahon, and now, here's Armstrong and Getty. Live from Studio C. A dimly lit room, where deep within the bowels, deep bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications Compound on a Monday today, we're under the tutelage of our general manager, Sweet Freedom, I have confirmed, because of the partial government shutdown, there is no FCC. Oh, really? All rules and regulations are suspended. F&A. is not only allowed, it's encouraged. Description of acts so perverse, they'd make a Marine weep. They're coming your way, folks. Stay tuned. Oh, my God. Graphic audio of graphic acts being done graphically. With no Federal Communications Commission, does that mean I could rebroadcast Major League Baseball without expressed written consent? If you'd like to. Who's going to stop me? Absolutely. Do the uh, football games from yesterday, but, like, change the order of the plays and have the other guys win. Doesn't matter. How about my pretty, pretty Tom Brady yesterday, huh? Oh. He's the deal. He's America's hero. <laughs> Good to see the Patriots in a Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was rooting for. I root for Tiger Woods, oh the boy. Patriots. Yeah, right. I eat Wonder Bread. That's who I am. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just followed the Twitter a little bit during the game. Boy, there's a lot of people that hate Tom Brady and the Patriots. Oh, well, yeah. I see the refs finally got involved. You know, that sort of thing. Yes. Right. There's a fixes. Are you kidding? The league wasn't going to let Jacksonville win. I wouldn't blame them. Please, please. I, I wouldn't blame them. Oh, hey, uh, Anton, I saw Tony the Engineer out there. Boost the power up to like 300,000 watts. Because the FCC is out. All right? They're out of the building. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. At least 300,000. Be... I want people living in the neighborhood of the transmitter for their hair to catch fire. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's no rules now. We yeah. should be broadcasting it... with enough watts to go completely around the world and come back and have an echo. Right. That's what we should do. <laughs> I want to hear my own voice coming from behind me. Is that how it works? <laughs> that how physics works? <laughs> Let's introduce everybody in the squad. There's our board operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. Wishing he was furloughed today. How are you this morning, Michael? Uh, not so good. I had kind of a tough weekend. I went to a Redbox, you know, in the grocery store to get a yeah. movie. They had nothing but 1980s romantic comedies. It turns out because of the government shutdown, there's uh-huh. no new releases. Oh, that's <laughs> tough. Oh, my God. That's tough. That is rough. Yeah. So there you were. You were watching Tootsie over the weekend or something like that. <laughs> went to <Tough>. Costco. <laughs> And, you know, to try and cheer myself up. And all the name brand stuff had been replaced with generic equivalents. <laughs> also bad. All generic stuff because of the government shutdown. That reminds me, i got to talk about buying this generic computer I bought yesterday. A squid-built computer. Wow. From, uh, nice. From Nakashima? Yeah, Nakashima. <laughs> uh, there is Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Doing very well. Had a, uh, a fantastic weekend. Um, I do find it interesting that at this 
current point in my life, I watched practically zero NFL live, and I watched uh, several hours, somewhere probably between four and six hours over the weekend of live competitive eSporting because their new season started this weekend as well wow. with the NFL playoffs, and I chose to watch that instead. There you go. You and a lot of people, apparently, based on the ratings. It'll be interesting to see what the ratings were for yesterday, but... Last Watching the, uh, the, the the video game uh, gamers? Yeah, the League Championship Series. Wow. Last year or last week, the NFL was down 10%, so I'll be interested to see what the ratings were for yesterday. Um, there's Marshall Phillips, who does our news every day. How are you, Marshall? I survived a psychotic Sunday. You know, it was playoff Sunday, got the government shut down, the SAG Awards, and my cable goes out for the entire day. Oh, no. Woof. Entire day. Still out last night. Then, during my second stab at making split pea soup, another (laughs) kitchen catastrophe. I turn my back for one minute. The soup burns up, boils over, goes all over the uh, stovetop, smelled and tasted terrible. So I got video. Made video of all this, uh, my latest uh, foodie fiasco. So I'm working Foodie now to get fiasco. I'm getting the. I'm working now to get the uh, clips posted, and later on in the show, we'll update you here, Joe. Take take a look there. That's just some oh, of the aftermath. Ah, many. Yeah, it is. God, that's ucky looking. Yeah, yeah, oh. the exact same counters we have. Oh yeah, it would appear. All right. Um, so. there you go. Maybe you shouldn't cook. Maybe it's too dangerous for you to cook. <laughs> I can I can make other things. A split pea soup. Those apparently beyond me. Jeez. Uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. On this Monday, January second, keeping you twenty second, keeping you straight in twenty one eight. We are Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. And let's get back to doing the work of uh, the country that the Congress won't do precisely according to. Well, never mind. F it. We'll start it now. All I want to know is, since the government shut down, do we still have to pay taxes? taxes for the whole year? Do we get prorated or something like that? But my cable shut down, Comcast gave me free HBO for a month. I feel like the government owes us like an eagle or an apple pie or something. Yes, an eagle. <laughs> they should send us all a bald eagle. If you want to keep me as a customer, an American citizen. Most patriotic Super Bowl ever. Eagles versus Patriots. Uh, that's true. Come on. How do you argue with that? Please. Uh, what are other headlines, Marshall? Well, shutdown stalemate continues. Amazon's news store, no cashiers, no problem. Super Bowl set and SAG Awards announced. All coming up, 635 Armstrong and Getty. You know what I'd like to see at the Eagles Patriots Super Bowl? At halftime, the Cowboys and the Redskins come to the 50 yard line and shake hands. Wow. To symbolize our unity as a country. Awesome. Wouldn't that be great? Man, there's a lot of lying going on by people from both parties, and it's difficult to figure out what's going on. But I think I know what happened Friday between Trump and Schumer. I think I know what happened. Really? Mulvaney, who is emerging as my favorite person in government. Love the Mick. More or less spelled it out, but they couldn't couldn't go all the way in explaining it yesterday. But I think I know what happened, and it's it's pretty interesting. They tried to pull the wool over Trump's eyes. No, no. Um, how does mailbag look? Oh, it's fine. We have some shower thoughts, uh, some harsh criticism of, of both of us, Jack. I'm sorry to say, but <laughs> we'll face up to it. I'll try to I'll try to withstand that. Mm. And so they're gonna uh, vote at nine o'clock our time. Correct, Mundo. To try to open the government yep. back up. We'll see how that goes. We can take that live. That'll be very exciting. Ah, oh, what's fabulous democracy at work? As they call each other mother stabbers and goat rapists. <laughs> this is no way to run a country. Yeah, no kidding. Stay with us. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. This is Armstrong and Getty, the voice of the West.
Armstrong and Getty Show. We'll talk some government shutdown. It's a pretty interesting uh, example of how uh, effed up the whole thing is right now. Just it's just a the the nonstop trying to paint the other side as a they're all Hitlers. It's a whole that's an entire party of Hitlers over on that side. When the when my good friends and colleagues on the other side are through raping family pets, perhaps they can come to the bargaining table. Right. Sure. I watched some of the speeches uh, over the weekend, and man, they 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 they. They each see the other side as evil personified, or at least they claim they do, to their constituents. So the most exciting thing is I just learned that Joe Scarborough of Joe and Mika on Morning Joe on MSNBC wrote and performed a song for the Woman's March that they debuted. And Sean says it's horrible, and I can't wait to hear it. And that they're playing on Morning Joe. Yes. Which is just a little correct, little rough. I can't tell you how excited I am to hear Man. this. So you got a show a with your test song about the whatever the hell's going on women's march. So you get a show with your name on it. Yes. And you've got to like a dog walking around peeing everywhere to mark his territory. You have to bed and marry your merry co-host. Correct. And then write and perform songs for the stories. Yes. <laughs> they yes. cover. That's, well, it's genius is finally in full bloom. It's pretty all-encompassing a domination of the program. We're all better for it. Hell, he's going to insist on running the cameras soon. He's going to have a console <laughs> in front of him. He'll be directing even as he performs. But I want to hear it. Mailbag. Yeah. 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 It's compiled by Rich in Salt Lake City. Hey, Rich, how's it going? Well, New York Times really gave uh, our Mormon friends a kick in the other day, really, in a way. Old fellow ran the church, passed away. He's a beautiful guy. Probably he's a saint. But the entire article from the New York Times is how Mormons don't like gays. And a guy perpetrated it. Yeah. That sort of thing. We'll talk about that more later. But, you know, it's a far-left newspaper. It's fine. We got the freedom of speech in this country, and I would never give it up just to uh, silence my opponents. So, uh, back to the weekly shower thoughts. It's weird to think that nighttime is the natural state of the universe. Daytime is only caused by a nearby radiating ball of flame. Mm. It's mostly dark. Yep. The plus side is spilling your coffee on yourself is that it still wakes you up. (laughs) Oh, that's good. (laughs) So true. Military surplus store. Oh, that reminds me. We got to break down the whole will the military get paid thing. All right. Oh man. Oh man. Is there a bunch of bull ass uh, floating around? One of our listeners is angry at us. Republicans too. are playing that pretty hard too. Yeah. So stay with making us, some man. claims that aren't uh, exactly right. Military surplus stores make you buy equipment that you already paid for. <laughs> good one. Yeah, that is a good one. Wait, wait an effing minute here. Why can I just not walk in there and say, yeah, I need a helmet, please, and uh, and a canteen, and walk out with it? Would you like to see my tax returns? Trust me, I'm paid in full. I got to be able to get a goddamn tank if I want one. <laughs> Suckers. In every movie about humans fighting aliens, it's always them invading Earth. But if you look at human history, in all reality, it will probably be us invading them. That would be an interesting movie. That uh, Avatar movie. What what was that about? I mean, just very briefly. (laughs) Was that us invading uh, 
Y- Another planet? Yes. I think it's it, that's a safe okay. summary of, right. of what that might okay. be. Okay. All right. So that yes. has been done. Being on the offense. I haven't seen it. I tell you what, the best defense is a good offense, Jack. Tom Patriot to prove that to you yesterday. Have you seen Dances with Wolves? I have. It's it's like that, but with blue people. Right. Okay. Pregnancy is the result of one of two things. Successful unprotected sex or unsuccessful protected sex. (laughs) That's just playing with words, which I enjoy doing. Thank you for that. Uh, Mr. E in Chico, beautiful Chico, California, says, I like the thought of an elderly Uncle Joe Getty haranguing young adults that their college professors are really Chinese spies. Ah, hearkening back to our story of Friday about the so-called Confucius Institutes, which are, according to the Chinese government, a propaganda wing of the Chinese government. And we're embracing them in our universities because they pay our universities our money-grubbing universities' money. Unbelievable. I got to think Russia and China are watching this all unfold, this government shutdown thing. And think, yep, they're, they're weakening over there. They are weakening over there. Harry Truman is spinning in his grave at about 1,000 RPMs. Um... Oh, where was I? Ah, yeah, an elderly me haranguing young adults that their college professors are really Chinese spies. Don't forget to give them a piece of your mind about their vulgar hippity-hop music, too, Joe. <laughs> That's Mr. E and Chico. I think, you're, I think you're making fun of me, sir. Uh, this is what's known as trolling, fellas. Jeff sent along a tweet by the president, Mr. Donald J. Trump. She sent along, I think, Saturday night, yeah. Beautiful weather all over our great country. A perfect day for all women to march. Get out there now to celebrate the historic milestones and unprecedented economic success and wealth creation that has taken place over the last 12 months. Lowest female unemployment in 18 years. That is a pretty good tweet. That was pretty clever. Yeah, that's some pretty good trolling. That was pretty clever. Just a a light touch of sarcasm. Yeah, and you know, there are some people, Mulvaney, actually, my new favorite person in government, he's, Mm -hmm. he's claiming... The shutdown was about stepping on Trump's one-year anniversary victory lap. Right. At which there could be something to that, because Trump was going to have that big event, which would have got a lot of attention. He's going to talk a lot about how great the economy is and how low employment is and consumer confidence and all that sort of stuff. And that news never got out, and it never will. Dingy Dick Durbin was on the morning shows trying to pitch the idea that, look, this is amazing. The Republicans have both houses. They have the presidency. They have the courts. I mean, whatever that means. Um they just, they, they're dysfunctional. They can't govern. That's, that is the purpose of all of this. It's that and virtue signaling to um, Mexican people who they want to become uh, citizens and Democrat voters and current Hispanic voters. So between those two things, the effort to solidify the Hispanic vote and to paint Republicans as uh, unable to govern, that's, uh, that's what's happening here. But I wish them well. Let's see. Government shutdown rudeness. I was listening to Friday's show. You're going on about how the government shutdown is pointless and posed no impact to most people. Well, gentlemen, as active duty Air Force with a family to care for and bills to pay, I'd say the government shutdown is greatly impacting us since now I'm active military for free. Not cool, guys. Really not cool. It's not for free. Disappointed in Fort Bliss. That's Tom. They always pass legislation that means you get paid retroactively. It's happened every single time. Yeah. Now, if you're living paycheck to paycheck and you miss a paycheck, that sucks bad. I don't think that's going to happen. I think this is going to be extremely short lifetime, my friend. 
And the Democrats, by the way, put forward that legislation that always gets passed, and the Republicans wouldn't vote on it because they want to be out there. In this, it's the reverse of the 2013 shutdown. In almost every regard. The Republicans are out there saying, and the Democrats are, are screwing our military by not allowing to be paid. Well, we want to pass a resolution so they can't get paid. Shh, shh. We don't want them to get paid so we can say they're not getting paid. And Pence actually, in the Middle East today, to the troops... Talked about how awful it is that the Democrats don't want you to get paid. Yeah. On foreign soil in front of the troops, which is pretty over the top, to talk about our dysfunction in government in front of other countries. I, I, I'm not comfortable with that. You can't be cynical enough. Yeah. And then freaking, freaking Yahoo, which we're going to, we're about to not have a Yahoo email account anymore, and I'm glad. Um, just reset, and I lost a couple of the emails. There, there now are, I'm angry. We'll play some of the clips. Visibly upset. There's so many Jack, clips. Jack, I'm dealing with my anger right now. I was trying to cover up your computer problems. Okay. <laughs> um, there are so many clips out there of politicians saying the exact opposite of what they said in 2013. Right. Republicans and Democrats. Yep. Politicians politicking and, and kind of campaigning like we don't have video now uh, is so bizarre to me. You know what they count on, and they might be right, is that most people don't ever catch on to that. Oh, that's by far true. You have to remember that us, you, all of us, we're weirdos among voters. We have some idea what's going on. We follow this stuff. We're interested in it. We try in good conscience to have an uninformed opinion. That makes you freaks and outliers. The, the drive-by voter has only the vaguest idea what's going on. They heard Republicans are mean. That, that describes, uh, essentially, the politics of the West Coast. Yeah, I heard Republicans are mean. They don't like gays and Mexicans, I think. And that is your voter. Anyway, moving along. Ah, uh, it's uh, first initial A. Oh, every day last week, A&G brought up the alleged fair between Trump and a former porn star named Stormy Daniels. So let's get this straight. Twelve years ago, a renowned germaphobe, gifted strategist who had just married a supermodel, decides to make detailed arrangements to hook up in Lake Tahoe with a porn star with no expectation of privacy or confidentiality. Right. Sounds more like something Bill Clinton, Anthony Weiner, or any Democrat would do. Stormy Daniels and the libtard propaganda media are hired whores. I'm beginning to think that A&G are hired whores, too. Oh, my, I am. Oh, that's some strong. Oh, my God, you outthought me there. Oh, boy. Donald Trump banged anything that moved. Everybody knows it. And he gets to. I don't care. I actually don't care. I don't live my life that way. But please, Angie, you're hired whores. You're a hired whore, you whore. As Michael Chase said it on Saturday Night Live, so an old rich guy had an affair with a porn star. Oh, my God. Right. Clutch my pearls. <laughs> nobody, nobody cares, dude. And then this question. John writes, wasn't Stormy Daniels the one that hit the news around the whole condoms and porn law debate for being diagnosed with AIDS or HIV? I don't I'm yet to hear anyone bring this up. I thought your team was just the men for the job. P.S. Why the outright hostile vitriol and hatred for those that work in porn? KFTC, keep forgiving those copulators. I don't have any hatred. No. It's pretty please. disgusting. And you're not a star. Yeah, again, everybody's a star. There are no character actors. There are no, mm, I almost said it up in you and Sears, that, you know, people refer to people getting the, nah, that would be terrible. I'm glad I didn't say that out, out loud. Everybody's a star, huh? So here's, I think I know what happened on uh, on Friday between Schumer and Trump, why it went down the way it went down. And the Joe Scarborough song that everybody's talking about. Coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. 
Philadelphia, famous for their really over-the-top bad sports fans. Well, they're good sports fans. They're bad people. I think right. Thing. <laughs> right. They're, uh, Angry, violent, abusive, etc. Exactly. Drunk. I'm sorry I left out drunk. So ahead of the game in Philadelphia last night, because uh, anticipating a win and rioting and all that sort of stuff and craziness. Or a loss in rioting. Oh, that's, that's true. <laughs> right. The police actually greased the light poles with Crisco so people couldn't climb the light poles and bring them down like that's they've done. hilarious. In years past, they've climbed the light poles and caused quite a bit of damage. So To which the city responded responded challenge accepted and then, then it became like this thing after the game now there's people lifting people above the grease pot parts of the light pole to get them up there like it's people are strange it's a good goal to have in life hooligan olympics <laughs> <laughs> anyway let's get the uh, news now marshall phillips well if you call the white house or any other federal office today you're likely going to get this kind of message thank you for calling the white house Unfortunately, we cannot answer your call today because congressional Democrats are holding government funding, including funding for our troops and other national security priorities, hostage to an unrelated immigration debate. Right. Due to this obstruction, the government is shut down. There you go. The Senate's going to be taking another run at ending the government shutdown today. The bill uh, up for a vote at 9 o'clock this morning, West Coast. It would provide three weeks of government funding. It includes provisions for dreamers, which the Democrats want, and border security and more. Everybody's a dreamer, Marshall. We all dream. All human beings dream. What are you talking about? (laughs) The children of illegal immigrants? Along with more defense spending, which Republicans and the White House want. Republican Senate Leader Mitch McConnell saying... So let's step back from the brink. Let's stop victimizing the American people and get back to work. Making turtle cartoons. So, yeah, the, everybody getting up there and talking about how our side is clearly for what is honorable good and good and the other side is is evil and, you know, they're just tacticians trying to manipulate you. Right. It's just so hard to take. I mean, it's if you, if you take in much of this coverage, I challenge you to come away from it and still root as strongly for your side and think, you know, my side is the right side. I, I, I just feel dirty. After I watch this stuff, they're they're all just playing such a game. It's so frustrating. But listen, this is the most over-the-top thing I heard all weekend long, and not from a politician from Brian Williams. Because I stayed up Friday night and watched this for some reason. I don't know. The kids were in bed, and I was enjoying the hysteria. Um, so after the voting and having the end, they got the countdown, and it became midnight. And Brian Williams on MSNBC actually said, somewhere, somewhere in America right now, A CDC scientist working on a cure for cancer pushed his microscope aside. Okay. okay. Oh, my God! Oh, my God! Now that is over the top. That's great. That, that is over that is the top. So good. Was there a tear going down his cheek? Oh, One single tear? Oh Did he my have God. rounds? Did the scientist have rounds coming into the airframe? <laughs> yeah, that's what my wife said. She said, and that scientist is right next to me right now. Um, but <laughs> saw that scientist's body floating. <laughs> Seriously. So you're not gonna you're yeah. not gonna say because you know there's a lot of us in the country. Of course, most of the people in the media, they're on the side of uh, big government, and they think the more government, the better. But for a lot of the country, we're thinking, geez, so some of these people that are part of a redundant department that does something 15 other agencies do aren't going to go to work and get paid. Hooray! Right. 
Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? Well, the beginning Somewhere of... a CDC scientist pushed his microscope aside. Give me a freaking break. Brown's coming into the airframe. Somewhere a Department of the Interior employee paused at home and said, You know, I don't know what I do when I go in. That's more like reality. <laughs> I became very sick with dysentery. Oh, no. Oh, I'm hilarious. Sorry. And that CDC is working on dysentery cures, too. <laughs> the beginning of President Trump's second year began just about the same as his first, with hundreds of thousands of men and women across the country taken to the streets to protest. At demonstrators assembling Saturday and Sunday at major landmarks in L.A., Seattle, Portland, Sacramento, and New York. At the Women's March in L.A. on Saturday, actress Olivia Wilde said the recent rise of the Time's Up movement was profoundly inspiring. I have thought many times over the past month as my female peers gathered for our revolution, they never expected us to work together. In fact, they counted on us being incapable of such collaboration. We have shown them that hell hath no fury like a woman underestimated. And the crowd cheered. I'm sure they did. Amazon's got a new grocery store opening to the public today in Seattle with no cashiers or registers. A store's called Amazon Go. It's going to use the cameras and sensors to track what items the shoppers remove from the shelves and what they put back. Customers going to scan their Amazon Go smartphone app as they walk into the store, pick out what they want, and then they just walk out. The store is going to be opening up today. It was supposed to open up about a year ago. But the uh, company wanted to make sure everything right. really worked and worked well. Seems like the future. I, I think that's another one of those things that you get when you keep raising minimum wage, too. At some point, it's just worth it to come up with uh, the electronics to do it. And the SAG Awards are... What is a SAG Award? Uh, Screen Street. Actors Guild. Does yes. anybody care about those? It's a precursor to the Oscars, it which nobody a, cares yeah. about anymore, <laughs> except to hate it. There's many <laughs> voting blocks in the Oscars, the largest among which are the actors who vote for it, so a lot of people consider this to be a much more inaccurate predictor than the Golden Globes. If they country. care at all, and they don't anymore. <laughs> we hate the Oscars. Who's with me? Just give me the headline, man. Three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. Mm. Gotta see that. This is up beep and big little lies took home the night's big honors at the award show last night. And out on the field, Super Bowl 52 is set. The Patriots and the Eagles meet February 4th at U.S. Bank Stadium in Minneapolis. Philly I watched earning. the fourth quarter. First football I'd watched this year. It yeah. was like watching the fourth quarter of the Super Bowl last year. It was the same people doing the same thing. Mm. Miraculous comeback. Philly. For, the, for Tom Brady. At age 40. Yes. Uh, Patriots advancing with a hard-fought 24-20 to win over the Jaguars in the AFC Championship game. Brady coming through again. Hot attack. Hot attack. Unbelievable. I wasn't sure about it. Kept the faith. Brady. Always had the faith in Tommy, baby. <laughs> Wicked pisser. Wicked pisser. No team west of Reading, Pennsylvania involved in the game. I'm not watching. Damn Easterners in their Eastern sport. I'm a rodeo man now. I like or how they something. say Tommy. 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 <laughs> I love Tommy. That's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips here. I'm Strong and Giddy Show, the voice of the West. So I think I know what happened uh, on Friday. And this isn't getting enough reporting. It should be getting more reporting, but it's not. Between well, we Trump and Schumer. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. It's pretty I, interesting. And actually. I got to hear the Joe Scarborough song. Oh, yeah. Let's you do that when we come back. Come on. About the big march. Then we're talking to David Drucker, who knows exactly what's going on. You, you want to talk about cynical. He's got no dew in his eyes, David Drucker. We'll talk to him at 7 o'clock and get the breakdown on who's trying to uh, pull what. If you follow this shutdown closely and then you come away not cynical, I, I, don't, know, I don't know how that would happen. That's what they're counting on. 
You being a bunch of saps. Stay with us. Don't be a sap. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The voice of the West. Several times, Donald Trump did say in 2013 about Barack Obama during the shutdown, a shutdown falls in the president's lack of leadership. He can't control his own party and get people together. A shutdown means the president is weak. Yes, Donald Trump said that in 2013. Mm -hmm. Just like Barack Obama said when he was a U.S. senator that you should never vote for raising the debt ceiling. But then when he was president and it came down to that during a government shutdown or a threat of government shutdown, he was out there arguing for people to raise the debts. And indeed, the national debt doubled under his administration. That's just that's just the way the game works for some reason. You can't be cynical enough. You cannot. Come on. You cannot. People putting your hope and faith in one party over the other place. It's like having two vicious attack dogs. All right. Maybe you like the one better than the other. It's liable to turn around and bite you at any moment. Keep it at uh, arm's length. We're going to talk to David Drucker, old, old friend of the Armstrong and Getty Show, the Washington Examiner, coming up at 704 about this. So I don't want to, you know, beat you over the head with the dang government shutdown. Because for the vast majority of people, and I mean practically everybody, it has no effect on you. You won't even notice. If you don't watch the news, you would never even know it was happening. Especially because Trump and, uh, and the administration are doing their best to minimize any effect of it. As opposed to the Obama administration's approach, which was to punish everyone for the government shutting down. But more on that later. Yeah. Well, a couple of things. Do, 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 hmm. do I want to talk about the uh, what happened Friday or not? Too much shutdown talk is, uh, you know, who wants that? Anybody? Nobody. 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 Anybody? Nobody. You know, I'm thinking always, nobody. I've always felt bad I wasn't at Woodstock. I'd like to hear some good protest music from my generation, Jack. So, uh... uh Speaking of things you didn't even know happened because I, you know, I don't have certain Facebook feeds or whatever. Aside from Marshall mentioning it on the news, I didn't even know there were women's women's marches around the country. It was, I was completely unaware of it. Um, and uh, there were. And there are a lot of people marching in those pink hats that are called meow uh, hats. There's no FCC today. We can say whatever we want. Michael Che said on Saturday Night Live, he said, I'm with the women but I don't really like the hats. <laughs> Women walking around in vagina hats. He said if Martin Luther King Jr. had walked around in a, a penis hat, he'd still be alive today. <laughs> wow. I'm not exactly sure what that joke means. Wow. <laughs> I'm not, am I allowed to laugh? Can I laugh at that joke? There's a number of reasons why you shouldn't. No. Uh, yeah, and it's not a, a women's march. It's a far left women's march. Mostly, mm. you look at the list of speakers. There is nobody to the to the right of of Ted Kennedy on that list. So it is what it is. But so Joe Scarborough of Morning Joe, who uh, who betted his co-host Mika Brzezinski, <laughs> well, they were both still married. That's right. They're getting married. That's they're right. getting married. They're in love. So that's fine. Sure. Um, but they were both married before. He's in a band, and they play they they, he, they play his music now and then. Which is fine, mm-hmm. and uh, but he wrote a protest song for the women's march. I haven't heard this yet. Yes, it is called "Stand." Okay, yes. and it sounds a little bit like this. Once in your life, hate it already. <laughs> you may get the chance to stand. 
Oh, it's the name of the song already. Against a column of tanks. Oof. <laughs> a little over the top. Holding up your hand. And once in your life, you may get the chance to say words like deep within your heart. That change the outcome of a day And once in your life You may dare hold out your is there, hand Is there a chorus coming? Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's one of those songs without a chorus. I feel where I think I feel where he's going. World you cannot understand. Good idea. Here we go. Chorus. Give me a D chord. And how the world turns violently We're battered by the savagery Okay, so good idea to uh, try to come up with a theme for this because you could sell a gazillion of them. Everybody decide they want to rock, jam it out of their cars. All the girls drive down to the march and that sort of stuff. Pretty good idea there. Part of the resistance. Yeah, it's it reminds me of that uh, Shelby Steele uh, piece in the Wall Street Journal we read on Martin Luther King's birthday. That it, I mean, my God, to cite the guy in Tiananmen Square holding up his hand against a tank and and trying to like wrap yourself in that flag and how brave we are and look at us here when there's nothing at risk. That's it's I don't know, just pathetic. Mm. Em, em, embracing protest because it feels important. You know, I, to, to protest is a good, sacred American right. It's just, what are you protesting against? Is it against Trump still, or is it a is a is the hashtag Me Too thing taken over, Sean? Is that what has taken over? No, the mm, most of the speeches and stuff were kind of around the Me Too Times Up movement. It seemed from gotcha. the from the stuff I saw, but there were still. You know, if you look at the collection of signs and stuff, a lot of them are still very much about Trump. And it, gotcha. it's, it doesn't seem to have a single thing. It's just kind of a collection of people who want to f- who feel like they need to do something, Fine. I guess. Feel free. I'm, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. I'm, I, I don't show up to events. Yeah, just I'm, I'm not part of just clubs. Just in general? So, yeah. I don't like events. I don't like groups. Don't make <laughs> marching along in your pussy hat akin to standing up to the tanks in Tiananmen Square. You know, a, a few hours before they all got slaughtered by Chinese machine guns. It's just mm. a little much, a little precious there, Joe. Mm. Yeah. Oh, whatever. I'm reading the text. They're just, you know, they're all what you would expect them to be. So here, let me nail this down for you. I think you this say is... that like it's a bad thing. Christmas morning. If that's all you expect it to be. That's a wonderful thing. True. A little dismissive there. Just a little. True. You're a little dismissive. Um. So here's what happened on Friday, I think. According to Mulvaney, the budget director, who was on one of the shows just on Fox, and he more or less spelled this out, but he didn't spell out specifically. And uh, Chris Wallace, as I was as a viewer, pretty shocked at this information because nobody else is hoarding it. So the reason uh, there are news reports that Schumer and Trump had come to some sort of agreement and then later in the day it, it fell apart is... Trump was um, unaware of the legislative language, if you want to be kind of harsh on him as an outsider. I don't really mind that. I, I, I have no problem with electing outsiders and, you know, right. talking government language I see as a plus as, as opposed to a negative. But he did get he did get fooled on purpose or not. Was Schumer taking advantage of him? I don't know. But anyway, Schumer had promised Trump um, 
about the wall, the whole wall thing, which, you know, they, they, they threw that in there, said, look, if you, you know, if you, if you go with us on the dreamers, we will uh, agree to the wall. But the hang-up was on the term appropriation as versus authorization. Right. So Trump, so Schumer said we will authorize the building of the wall, and Trump thought that meant okay, we're going to get this done. Right. And and it doesn't mean anything. So after that meeting, Mulvaney said authorizing the wall doesn't mean anything. It, did he say appropriation or authorization? If he said appropriation, awesome. No, it was authorization. So th- they had to all tell Trump, look, he didn't promise you anything. Authorizing it means nothing. If you don't appropriate the money. If you don't appropriate right. the money, and they, it, the wall got authorized years ago, and nobody ever appropriated the money, so it never got built. Right. So it it's nothing. And then Trump said, oh, okay, I get the game, and then see, so backed out of it. So it, was, it played in the media, as Schumer said, it's like negotiating with Jello. He keeps changing his stance. Well, he thought you meant you were going to pay for the wall. Either you did, you, either on purpose you were trying to mislead him, mm-hmm. or, or I don't know what happened there. Yeah. Yeah, but so that was the breakdown. Well, you'd, you'd hope Trump would have an advisor next to him during he, those things. He, I mean, I'm sure he's great at building hotels. Sure, he wanted nobody in the room for this negotiation. Yeah, and uh, and so he got. I would have, you know, I would have missed out on that word. I would have. Right, I wouldn't have understood what was going on. there. Right, he doesn't know the lingo. Yeah, but see, that's the thing. You got to know your own limitations. That's called wisdom. That's and, true. Yeah. If he'd have had Mulvaney in the room, Mulvaney would immediately said, "Oh, now are you going? Are you promising appropriation for the wall to pay for the thing or not?" Right. I was watching old Eminem on uh, Face the Nation. I said to Judy, I, well, "Why isn't he the president? He's a sharp guy." Mulvaney's good. We're going to talk to David Drucker about this coming up, among other things, on the Armstrong and Getty Show.